gente, it's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what it do with your boy Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back. Damas y caballeros. Damas y caballeros, y ustedes in between. This is a subscriber episode, episode number 14, season 6. For Sofrito Speaks. Why are you saying like that? Let's get right into our first section. El Chisme, the part of the show where we let you know what had us fucked up or jodido in the past week. You wanna? I'm gonna start. You wanna? You wanna? Stop. You wanna? I'm going to start, and Ruben and I were having this conversation offline, and, you know, why not bring it online, because... Because we can, because y'all paid for it. Okay! Okay. Um, I want to know, and, like, if, you know, if you're you're subscribing to this episode, and you are part of Beachbody, Herbalife, Advocare, any of that sorts, can you please hit the DMs, because I need you to explain yourself, one. How do you go about recruiting people to, and three, please stay out of my DMs because I don't <laughs> care what you used to get to your level, your ideal body type. Like, Because I promise you I'm not the one. Um, so we were talking about it and I was just kind of like, should I be offended Like when you try to reach out to me? Because like, I post that I work out, I lift heavy. Um I don't I don't mess around in the gym. Like I go in there, I thoroughly enjoy how strong I am. Whether or not I look it, I enjoy the fact that I can outlift a good amount of people um that I come in contact with on my day to day. No it's, one person should have all that power. power. Stop. <laughs> um so I just I just find it really annoying like the amount of people that wait, I've wait. had they're coming for y'all that are scamming with that herbal life. Hold on, give it a minute. Aka! <laughs> LOL. Um, but yeah, like I, the amount of people that I've had like start this journey and then like hit me up. Like, why? Why why do you think I want to join that? If you ain't never seen me post that I buy any of these supplements, I don't even post supplements. I might post like my I don't know, like Is my. Is this somebody that personally knows you? No, okay. they know of me, but okay. like it didn't before I was like, okay, whatever. No, I'm, I'm all set. Thank you. Like I will t- say them no. And I'm like, why do I still get people that ask me this? Like at this point, I'm starting to be offended. Like, do you see something you think I need to work on? Cause like, dime, I don't, I don't understand. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not about to spend $120 to get this powder, this powder, this powder, this pill, this, 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 and this, and then make all these shakes and what? I like, I just need someone to help me make it make sense because I, I genuinely don't care for it. And no, I'm not going to be on your team. No, I'm not going to advertise it. No, I'm no, I'm not doing any of that. Like, ooh, just leave me alone. I have a few friends who joined these cults and um, it's funny to me because uh, one recently joined back in December and I had a conversation with him and I'm like, I'm like, how much does this cost you? And he was like, it's an installment payment plan of like, and I'm like, what's the total? What's the total? Like, let's get to the point. He's like, it's 400. I'm like, you paid $400. Okay. 
$400 for some powders. I'm like, and what do these powders do? Oh, they're supposed to fill you up. And I'm like, you know, you could have just ate a banana. You could have ate an apple, a banana, and, and an orange right there. Con una, con una, oh, with some water, baby. Full. Done. Period. Nutrients on deck. What are we doing? And that would have costed you a total of like eight bucks. Now you're on a payment plan. It's it's February. How are they doing with that? It ain't. <laughs> it's giving get a refund. And then he t- he actually said it the other night. He's like, I gotta get another. <laughs> I gotta get some some more. And I'm like, okay. I'm at the point now where I'm just like, do but my thing is like, do under, what you gotta do. It's, it's funny because I'm like, these are tough, supposed to help you like curve the craving. That doesn't mean you have the shake and then order her large cheese pizza. Because now you're overeating. <laughs> Let's make it make I, sense. Um, yeah, no. I fell, I fell victim to it one time. I bought from a Luckily, friend. I, okay, so I did, I did because um, she had given me the... It was like their, um, oh my God, their pre-workout. And I was like, mm. oh, I really liked how that felt. Like, I didn't feel, like, there wasn't like a... The jitters. Yeah, it, there was no jitters. There was nothing. She was like, oh, like, th- she was doing a cleanse. So I was like, oh, 10 days, I can commit $100 to 10 days. That's fine. Um, however, in this cleanse, like, I've, I've realized that there are just certain things I can't do when I want to eat, like, when I want to lift heavy. And I don't like that because there's not enough food in my system because I'm cleansing my body out or whatever mm-hmm. that there's not enough nutrients to mm-hmm. hold me over to do these big lifts mm-hmm. and i'm like this just isn't for me yeah so it, it also baffles me when they call themselves business owners i work for myself do you want to work for yourself i make 500 dollars a week in a month i can see up to anywhere from two thousand to four thousand dollars let me know hit my dms i'm looking for 10 people who are willing wait, 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 and wait, ready wait. to commit Mind you, when he told me that he was going to start this journey, we sat in this very room, projector out, laptop connected, boom, on la pared, the whole documentary. I made him watch a whole documentary that was 45 minutes long about how these companies are pyramid schemes. In this documentary was the company he was buying from. Oh, that's fun. And he still went and bought it. I said to myself, they ain't no fucking way. You can fucking, lead a horse to water, ain't no but you can't make way. them drink or whatever. OMG. That is too funny. What had me fucked up this past week? I would say I had myself fucked up yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm in a routine now, you know, and I'm, I love going to the gym. I love getting to the gym. I don't like the the time before the before that like when i'm there i'm like okay we're here You're the the get up the getting up early the being on a like okay we gotta okay. i'm like bro it's four in the morning <laughs> like what are we doing i get up at 4 15 i use a bathroom for you know you know for whatever, however long i need to use it brush my teeth no shower no nothing just brush my teeth and then i just go to the gym because i shower at the gym so that time until getting there is just like the whole drive there. I'm just driving and I'm like, I just don't understand my life. I don't get how these millionaires do this. <laughs> like, oh, but it's because they don't have to go to freaking, you know, I, let's say eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I work about 12.5 hours a day with both jobs, eight at one, four at another. So it's like, 
I'm busy all day long. Like once it hits 8 p.m., it is to go home, pack my bag and be in bed by 830. Mm. Because should I go to bed and I did it twice, I went to bed at um, one time at 11, one time, I, well, baby, one time I thought I was feeling it. I went to bed at 12 and I got up at four. And when I got up, I was like, I hate. You almost feel hungover. Yeah, well, I was. Oh, I love and it. I also hated every decision that I had made the night before. And I was like, you got to do better, Rue, because you're on a new journey. You know, you got to put your limitations and put your boundaries so that people can understand that. Sorry. Mm. This mic, baby. It's super miking. <laughs> so that uh, you can understand. Everything does the imp- not need to become a verb, Ruben. <laughs> so that you can understand the importance of what you're doing, you know, and it can become a lifestyle rather than just a period in time as my previous fitness journeys have been. Um, but yeah, this week I had myself fucked up and uh, motivation and everything. So, but we're here. It's a new week. It's a beautiful week. We're going to get this, you know, we're going to get this going and get these gains and get up at four o'clock. All right. Um, let's close this out and head over to our next section, which is. Ay bendito. Alrighty, y'all. Welcome back to I Bendito, the part of the show where we go through local, global media headlines and give you guys our opinions. You know that that's how I say it at the end of, on the outro? Our opinions. <laughs> I'm like, who is that? Alright, so <clears throat> I got a couple things because for some reason I've noticed for a subscriber episode, I'm with the shits. I got top. I'm like, oh, yep, save this bookmark. I did my research. When it's a public lep- episode, I'm like, yeah, that movie that, um, you know, <laughs> that. So they were saying. <laughs> You're so stupid. But um, so I have this. I found this. Uh, and we learned a new word today. Oh Spelunkers find 27,000 year old claw marks in hidden cave untouched for millennia. Um, so they have a picture, and this is according to the Miami Herald. I guess they've been spelunkers are cave divers. They could have just said that. Um, and but they, everybody, nobody likes labels, but everybody loves them at the same so time. So spelunkers, you are seen, respected, and we're here for you. Um, remember the first platform that ever set spelunkers. Um, <laughs> they went into a cave in Spain, and they found some claw marks on Friday, February third. And now they're trying to figure out what the freak was down there. Yeah. So, you know, if you see some random stuff coming out your backyard, like we could have giving evolution. It's giving we could have woken something. up. (laughs) Listen, I mean, when you posted about they're trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. Why, fam? Are we are we not good with what we have? We, we're not even able to handle what we have. Let's start there. Blessed. 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 But my thing is, is like you want to bring back these animals, but we're not even protecting the ones that we have. Period. I'm just dumb. Speaking of bringing things back, Rihanna reportedly set to announce unique comeback tour after Super Bowl halftime show. So she's supposed to be announcing this tour. This is according to that grapejuice.net. Um, and it's going to be a UK, I mean, it's going to be a worldwide tour, 
But what's pretty cool about this is that uh, she's going to have actually mini residencies in major cities. So she'll be doing the tour. And what I'm assuming is when she goes to like a city like New York, she will just be there for a few weeks performing at a a spot or something. Um, So that's pretty cool. It gives us all a chance. Would you go to a Rihanna concert? No. I wouldn't either. I mean, I I love her music, but I wouldn't. No. Um, speaking of things that I don't love, Joe Exotic creates new will in prison, leaves everything to new fiance, and says Carol Baskin can go to hell. <laughs> this is according to the Hollywood Unlocked, and I mean the headline pretty told pretty much told us everything that we needed to know. New everything that we needed to know, oh, and according according to TMZ, he did not want Jeff Lowe, his relatives, or anyone else to inherit his assets. Joe Exotic sounds frustrated that he's still in prison and says he's done with everything in the rec- uh, in the recorded prison call. I am sick of people standing in line waiting to collect my stuff. He told the outlet, "We really gave this man a TV show on Netflix, mm-hmm. like that. Really, that really and he happened. had y'all in a chokehold." That really I didn't happened. Watch it. I ain't gonna lie, it was it was entertaining, but that's because we was stuck inside, so it was like, okay, white trash, we do it, we got this. I like that. Um, speaking of white trash, the Grammys twenty twenty three. If you never never see us on the red carpet hosting, this right here is the. Is this is a subscriber episode, so in order for them to see this, run me my coin. Thank you. Um, Jay Z is gonna be performing alongside. Um, DJ Khaled, the God, the God did track, um, with Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, John Legend, also performing would be Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Brandy, Brandy Carlisle, and I've never heard of that person. Luke Combs, never heard of them. Steve Lacey, oh, okay. Lizzo, Sam Smith, and Kim Petras. Kim Petras is horrible at lip singing. Oh, and this is live tonight at 8 p.m., if anyone's interested, I know I won't be watching. I will just I watch for the performances. And the last thing that I have, um, the, this is from Hollywood Unlocked. First Latina student crowned queen at HBCU in Maryland. Uh, social media was reacting. So from what I... During Black History Month. Thank you, Latinas. <laughs> what I gathered from this... Um, is that there was no other students running. So she ran and won, which I would assume is by default. Um, So I just, here's, here's my thing. Like the outrage and I get it. Like you had said, someone tweeted like y'all mad at her for winning, but the the gag is why didn't y'all run Um, and give her a competition or whatever, or make it a competition. But here's my thing. If we are allowing students to enroll in HBCUs that what maybe don't identify as black do this might be this is an ignorant ass questions white people go to HBCUs yeah okay there are some but it's but a here's low my thing amount. though so if you are not and you attend these schools should should it just be common sense to know your place and not enroll in any student activities because you are not like that like that's really like how I'm trying to like make this make sense or was it like an open <sighs> casting call that people like they put out across campus and she was like oh this this seems like it'll be fun and you're a fucking college student like you just you want to have a good time you want to like try out new things like if I can go back in time I would definitely be more involved in stuff going on on campus I was a hermit like I just didn't do anything but. I would be curious to know if you 
enroll in HBCU and you don't identify as black, does that mean that you ride the bench for the X amount of time that you were at that school? I don't agree with that. Right. Ex- no, exactly. Because oh. if the school's opening it up for enrollment, why not be able to get the full college experience? Right. And if that's your thing. And it wasn't, she wasn't taking anything from anybody else. Right. Nobody else ran or went. Think about it like homecoming queen or whatever. You have people that vote for you. If there's nobody that runs, then there's no competition, which means the only person, there's one man standing or woman standing. So then they're, am I wrong for my brain processing it like that? I don't, I don't think so. I think like if that's her thing and she wanted to run for that and like you're saying, no one, no one else did it. Like. Absolutely. But my concern is some of the com like the one of the comments was like people were telling her like they think that she's white, so she should not have won. Right. And that's like, that's where it's where like, like mm, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Uh we're not what we're not doing is gatekeeping school activities. So that's what we're not gonna do. <laughs> Um, but with all of that being said, do you have anything? Hail to the no. What, what happened with AOC? Do you know? She was I like, did actually save that clip, but I don't know the full context as to why she like was as yeah. passionate as she was. I actually reposted it, heard a little bit of it, and like I usually do forget. She went in. I mean, Tamika Mallory reposted it and was like, sis, do not waste your breath. Give, you're going to give yourself a heart attack trying to get through to these vanilla demons. Like, it's just not going to happen. Vanilla demons. That's a new one that I... Um, I love that. I said it in a video earlier this week. Vanilla demon. Why does that sound stuck. like such a brand? Like an underwear brand. Vanilla demon. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Um, I want no part of anything that has to do with demons, I promise. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. all... That's all I have. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Not, not the U.S. being spied on by the what? Chinese. No. Did you see that? Wait, I didn't. There was like a, this was, this happened yesterday. Um, Yesterday afternoon, there was a balloon over, I want Oh, s- that thing. Okay, yeah, I, I saw like I want to say a- Iowa or something. No, uh, Ohio. Cincinnati, yeah, Ohio. So, and then they shot it down. And it, I guess it's it was the Chinese spying on us. And I'm like, why would they spy on what us in Ohio? What? I'm confused. And with how advanced their technology is. A balloon, though? They they said, we're going to send a balloon. You know, you know what we but have? But how did they figure you know out that it wasn't? You know what we haven't done in a while? Balloon spying. Light that bitch up. You know what's never <laughs> been done? Grab the helium. I was, I, was, uh, I was on the treadmill, and I... I saw that pop up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like doing my power walking, because I'll be power walking for the gods. At an incline though? Mind your neck. Um, <laughs> at an incline, yes. Do like a cute yes. seven, eight, eight point I do zero. 15 oh. at 7 and 3.5 power walk. 7 incline, 3.5 speed. Oh, okay. And I think you said 15. No, 15 oh, 15 minutes. minutes 15 minutes. 15 yeah. minutes, 7 inches. Seven, seven incline, okay, incline three, and okay. 3.5 power walk. And then I'm going to, I need to start doing it backwards. So like walking backwards because it's going to help with the knee. Oh, yeah. But that's another battle. Um, not me trying to do it the other day with the thing at 3.5. Um, so. <laughs> Ruben wanted to end up on what not to do with the gym. I put my ah. foot and it went like that. I'm like, oh. 
forgot to put the speed down. <laughs> um, but I was just like, why would they send a balloon? Like, there's so much technology. I just can't wait for more information to surface. I feel like that. it's. I feel like they're blaming it on the Chinese, and they're telling us that it's a, it was the Chinese. It's not. It doesn't make First sense. First of all, time out. I went down this rabbit hole on TikTok about Project Bluebeam. Okay, wait a minute. Bring it back. What's that? Project Bluebeam. So essentially, it's these holograms that are so lifelike that you would actually think that it was there. Like there was one at a stadium for the Panthers and there was a Panther hologram jumping around the stadium and like got onto the field. And this is just like new technology. They had it in um, Times Square. Like it looked like a bull was going to run out of the. Oh, I've seen that. But imagine if you and I were sitting here and then something just like goes by the the thing and it's just a hologram. But the theory, the conspiracy theory around it is that they're going to start to um, release these and it's essentially going to be a way for them to gain control of the human population and us be under one religion, one God, because they're going to release these holograms. This is just what I've seen, like literally just me scrolling on TikTok. Um, They're going to release these holograms to make you think like there's like something like imagine if like you saw what we thought was the devil that was the size of Godzilla wreaking havoc through the United States of America. And then they send this this quote unquote God. um, I'm going to use a lowercase g for that one Um, shows up to like save them and now because there's now this savior complex um we want to follow this person and this is now our god and blasey blasey basically it's going to be a, a, a tactic of manipulation to gain control over people and god. make you think that um not us sitting here some like, while there's a freaking godzilla shaped devil coming not, to us you know, and thinking to ourselves like do we got to react right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... Because if it comes over here, it's just going... It ain't going to touch the building. But we don't know that. I know, be, but be, now so I'm... So many people don't now know. Now if it happens, I'm going to be sitting there like... I if got, it actually I got destroys... two choices right now. I'm going to wait till it hits that building. If it hits that building, I'm running. But then I'm going to be late. But that, but that's super interesting. And then you know, you go that's down, you crazy go down. Crazy to me. I'm you go sorry. Down, I, bro, I gotta send you the videos. You go down this logical side of like what it would look like, and then you go down a spiritual side of it, and it's like, this is what would happen before God actually comes. It's basically testing to see, testing your discernment to see if you know that this in fact isn't God coming because it's gonna you're gonna these are the whites doing it. There's gonna be a lot of people being, but this is happening all over the world. It's happening. They're testing this all (laughs) over the world. Um, Why? So basically, if I'm if y'all, I when when I went down the spiritual side of it, I said, "Give me scripture and I'll believe it. (laughs) Give me scripture and I'll believe it." Point to me. (laughs) I needed to say Isaiah twelve three. I need, I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. And no, there were a little like little pockets of scripture, but they weren't like super definite, like speaking to this because there's so many other things going on in the world that that part can also speak to. But <clears throat> I was like, yo, I wonder how many people actually know about this. Like, this all is I wild. see is the abuelas, the abuelos, the tias, right, so the tios. I believe this is gonna target super religious people. Having this, yo. I Just honestly going, believe it's you're not going to want to go outside for a few days. Just I believe it's going to target super religious people. Um, and like, it's just, and then if 
another one that I had seen me talking about, I don't have nothing, uh, LOL. This is just me going down TikTok. With that, there are a couple cities throughout the United States that there, if you look, um, oh my God, the streetlights have like a blue tint to it. Yo, what? I mean, I drove to fucking Boston. Yo, you see that? I was like, you saw that? Am I bugging? I was Did, trying to figure I've out. Bugged, I've driven to Boston at night so many times and it never clicked no, for me. No, it's until there. Until I started it's watching these now. videos and I was like, hold up. It's there now. But apparently. And it's been there for a while. Apparently the manufacturers of these lights are claiming that um, it's a malfunction. And what the blue light actually means is that it's um, going to die faster than it should have if it didn't have the malfunction. I, that's what like I saw a reporter speak on mm, it. Okay. I don't know what the what the actual reasoning behind it was. I just remember it coming up in one of the like one of the videos that I saw. Yeah, that that could make sense because uh, on your way to Boston, it's the only light. Like it, it, it there. I looked up because uh, it was happening, and I'm like, no. When I drove, you know what past- I thought it was. I thought it was because where that light flicks, there's a there's usually a a cop that parks there. Oh. So I thought that light was put there so that when people are driving by, if they're doing drugs, it'll reflect it in the cars. Oh. That's what I thought. Because in the clubs, that's why... Well, actually, no. I'm thinking about it opposite. Because in the clubs, they put the blue lights in the bathroom so that you can't find your veins and you can't shoot up in there. So that's why when you go to the bathrooms and they're like all glow in the dark lights and then we're like, oh my God, so cool. They're doing it because of that. Yeah, because if you put this, if you put your hands under the thing, you won't see your veins under blue light. That, I learned something new today. <laughs> I did drugs. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I've never, in my life, he never. Does not. He I does would not. have a sweater. I usually do, but that's body dysmorphia, baby. Okay, let's head over oh to. Oh my god, I literally. Let's head over to the next section, which is drug free. Caldero talk. All right, mi gente, welcome to Caldero Talk, which is a part of the show where we're gonna give you the me. The guys. The topic that we're going to dissect and discuss. And today that topic is going to be. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of self-help podcasts. And everyone's talking about this inner child, this inner child, healing your inner child. Um, And I thought it'd be a great conversation for us to have since we are also a mental health podcast. Um, What what does that look like for you? Like what are what work are you doing to heal your inner child? Um, have you acknowledged that you even still know who your inner child or know of your inner child? And when do you notice your inner child comes up the most? Um, or a recent memory that you're like, oh shit, like my inner child is speaking. Um, it's so interesting that there is a a name to it because I didn't realize that it was my inner child, which is why certain things were bothering me. Um, but my, a lot of my inner child qualities come up when it's between Sulma and I, um, or me and my siblings. Mm. Those are the, those are my, those are my two triggers. Uh, and more specifically, uh, my twin sister, um, identical. (laughs) 
this is a drug-free episode. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> We're high off life. Um, no, fraternal. Not you answering. I had to. Because okay. we might have some new, some okay, new people. Okay, you're right, you're right. Um, in this chapter of my life, I am not very vocal about my siblings. Although, stay tuned. Um, but yes, so that is that is when it starts to come up. And, and we were talking earlier... Even today, when I was leaving the house, um, my mom had asked me where I was going, and that bothered me. Like, it irks me every time she asks me where I'm going. And as I'm leaving, I had to pause and ask myself, why does that bother me? Like, your mom just wants to know where you're going. Like That's a normal thing. Right. Like, it should be a normal thing, but why does that bother me? And in you know further thinking about it and reflecting on it, it's because each time I ever went out, my mom was always accusing me of doing something that I wasn't doing. Um, so I, in my mind, had said, when I get older, she no longer gets a right to that privilege of knowing where I am. Mm. Because she already had preconceived notions as to where she thought I and was. And that was a boundary you set while your brain was still... Yes, that was a boundary that I set when I came back home from college. You don't get to ask me where I'm going. You, de- you never called me when I was in college to see what I was doing. Let's keep that same energy. Um, and I even that in itself, I have to unpack. I was super okay with not talking to my mom for the four mm. years that I was in college. Not that I didn't talk to her, but like I, I'm not. Communication was very, yeah, slim. very, very, very scarce. Like if it wasn't because I, I was, um, I was, oh, mom, I'm taking the bus home. Can you pick me up in Lowell? Um, I'm taking the, you know, Greyhound or whatever. Um, back from school like that was like the extent of our communication i never called her and asked her if she can send me money i never even called to see how she was doing and vice versa she didn't do it either um so they're like when people were calling their parents on a daily basis i was probably talking to mine once every two three weeks um and that was literally just to check in to be like still alive that's that was literally it. I didn't ask her for anything. The only time I would hear from her is she sent me an email with a statement for the bill for school. Like that was, that was it. That's a, that's a whole other that that's, that that one's gonna be a therapy unpack um, before I can bring it to Caldero talk. Um, but yeah, it, it, that today for me, I was like, why does that bother you? And it's because again, I was painted out in this light, and a lot of it was me. Um, taking the shit on the, on the stick mm. for somebody else mm. that was doing what they weren't supposed to be doing, but I would just lie in people on their behalf. Um, you're so annoying. Are you gonna fix it? Not now. We live. It's giving. It's covering the eye. Safro. The government caught on to. The blue light. Stop. The blue light, bro. That was pink, though. That's purple. Pink I purple. can't tell. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. um, But yeah, so essentially, like, I was able to figure <clears throat> out, like, really rather quickly. And I realized that since uh, giving my life to Christ, I can't rant or it's hard for me to react the old way that I used to react. Because a lot of you, y'all OGs. Y'all been following me for a minute. I've cleaned it up a lot mm. on my social media. Like, a lot. Um, I used to just press record and Baby. I will go all the way off. 
Let me tell yo. Let me tell you about this. And I would. Yo. It was giving bad girls club, and she was the only bad girl. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> but people thought it was funny. But I really was like angry. But like I framed it in a way that was like palpable. Comical. Yeah, and comical. Um, and it's oh, it's since since being saved. When I think I'm about to go off, I literally this calm feeling because says, "Why? What is the root?" Let's get to the root first. And then by the time I get to the root, the energy for that first round wasn't even, it's not even there anymore. So I'm like, Ooh. all right, we, we cool. We cool, we cool, we cool. I'll, I'll clean up the language and uh, I'll figure out another way to frame it. <laughs> but I'm still talking about it though. Um, but yeah, Susan was one of my triggers for sure. I think for me, my inner child, I've always known of an inner child and I've always known what triggers him and what doesn't um i think when i was asked to look back at my inner child and like really try to visualize mm. right like because how you remember yourself and i see my my inner child being really sad you know and mm. so i feel like in a lot of emotional when i'm in mo emotional conversations or i'm in an emotional space or whatever like i feel like that's when my inner child is like coming out and being just like crying and like let your frustration out let whatever it is out and maybe that's why it resonates so well with self-help with events you know around self-help or like all of these things because it's like i'm just i'm trying to work on you bro mm. and my mom always would tell me like you i i admire you because you always you have that childlike manner where it's you're still the same young young you, you know, and you're you're always so free and you're always just joking and I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> let's talk about why that's uh, that is uh, you know, that is a deflection. Like that is I'm doing that because I'm hiding from something else. And I had to figure out why I do that in certain situations where I'm stressed, where I'm anything. I mean, obviously on this show like, I'm just being myself. I'm having fun. I'm, you know, we're having great conversation. I'm not hiding from anything. Um, but there are times where I'm in difficult situations and I notice I'll revert to that of mm. just like making a little joke to lighten up the mood. And then I'll go home and be like, mm, I didn't like that. <laughs> like, why did I do that? Mm. Um, so I think as far as like what I'm doing to work on it, the biggest thing I could, you know, say that I'm doing is just like you said, take a pause and recognize when I'm doing things like that, when I'm trying to make a joke out of something or when I'm saying something. I, I recently just had that this past week at work where I said a comment in a meeting because my inner child was coming out and being like, say something to make them laugh because it seems like a serious moment because I had stated my... I guess my boundary with with something with a, a task that I was given and instead of it coming across as serious because it is a serious matter because it's my boundary like it's very serious I decided to say a comment that was kind of like to me in my head was a joke mm -hmm. but I realized that in the room that I was in they weren't able to understand it so they all just looked at me like what you know and what luckily um, I kind of like, uh, put myself down, but cause they wanted me to stay for a meeting and, you know, she was like, you know, you can, 
because uh, I got to do minutes for meetings. Yeah. So she's like, at the end of the meeting, we're going to have a discussion, a clinical discussion. She's like, you know, and you're more than welcome to stay. But if you don't, you know, if you feel like you're not interested in that, then you're also welcome to step out as well. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, in my head, the way I see the world, um, <laughs> I was like, not me without a degree sitting up in here like, I'm a high school dropout. And I said it out loud. And... They all just looked at me like, <laughs> like, I think one of them even was like, and I'm sitting there like, oh shit, I thought out loud again. And she, like my boss, like, I think she knows that I do this and she, um, like revert, like, uh, reverted or no, Re- like I would say rerouted the, the, the comeback or something it was like. Um, I didn't know you were a high school dropout. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a high school dropout. She's like, I think it's amazing to see that, you know, how far you have came for a high school dropout. She's like, because you don't really hear these type of stories of people. She's like, and I and I love when I um, when I get to speak to employees and like hear their backstory because we just see you guys here. We don't know what you guys like your life. And I was just like, "Mm." like. My inner child was like, why? Like, you could have just... Why are you like this? You could, yeah, like, you could have just sat there and taken this. Um, and, and there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain that I experienced when I was a child and as a teenager. And I think when I see the vision of my inner child, it's more so at my teenage phase when I had to grow up, when I had to, like, be quick to understand what the streets was, understand, like, how to survive in tough situations. And for me, it was comic. Comical relief was... You know, make a joke and everybody lightens the mood. Like I was in a lot of tense rooms with a lot of people who were just broken souls and violence Mm -hmm. was their anger. I mean, violence was their answer for everything. It wasn't let's have a conversation. It was I'm going to fuck that bitch up and I'm going to do it right now. And you're just sitting there like, oh, okay. Like I was literally that person in the room like, "Mm, okay, I'm going to stand back here and um, good luck, sis. (laughs) Like, uh, so I always had to, you know, resort to a comical relief to kind of just ease the tension in the yeah. room. So now I feel like when I do that, I, I do the same thing. But yeah, what what would you say, like what advice would you give to somebody who hasn't recognized their inner child yet? I would say I would say for me is like take a look at your behaviors and your patterns. No, literally that. And that's that's really what it is. Take a look at and pay attention not to just when people say something, even if a lot of people think that just because you're sitting in silence that nothing's bothering you, but your body is reacting to the environment that you're in. Like think about right before you're about to go, let's say you haven't been around your family for a while and you start to get anxious, but you don't, but you don't suffer from anxiety, but you feel anxious. Your body is trying to prepare itself for the environment that it knows it's about to be in. So if even if you're not thinking consciously thinking about it, your body is going to tell you. Um, and that's that is that's something be being in tune with your body, understanding your body's needs. Um, same. Um, <laughs> understanding your body's needs and really paying attention and and noticing like, oh, when I get around this person, my eye tends to to twitch. Yeah. When I'm over when I'm over here. When I have to go here, um, I don't know. Wow. Like, my, like, wow. I start like I start to 
I start biting my nails right before I have to go see this person, or I, ha- I start doing these things. And these these mannerisms, it, it's and true. You chalk it up to it's oh, so I've always been like that. But why? It had to come from somewhere. What was it? I could tell you right now, the reason why I'm addicted to biting my nails is why I get them done is because I had an older cousin that couldn't find the nail clippers when I was five years old, and she said, just bite them. And ever since then, I've always been biting my nails. Like, it's a hard thing for me to break. But I know that. That I can pinpoint. Um, There's so many. There's a rabbit hole I could take you guys down of me figuring out... um, where little Nina needs to heal um, and how it can't, how these things were coming out as me being an adult. But that's me. And I like to thank the fact that I work with kids that mm. made it easy as well because I'll watch kids and I'm like, Yo, you know what's crazy? I used to do that as a kid too. And then I'll just like pay attention to the interactions they have with their parents. And I'm like, shit, my mom used to do that too. And like it, it kind of kept me aware, but I didn't put it, there was no verbiage that I was putting to it. But at the end of the day, it was my inner child being woken up by watching how other how parents were maneuvering with their kids, which is why I go so hard for making sure that kids are respected. Because if I would have had the conversations that should have been had with me at a younger age, then I probably would have saved myself a lot of heartache. Be the adult to the youth that you wish you had when you were growing up. Yeah. I always try to lead with that. That part. That I part. I always try to lead with that. I yep. don't. I used to, and this year, I will say this year, I started to, but because this year I, I really been healing, um, I used to blow up. Mm. Like, I used to have these, like, you got to go harder, like this, this Coach Carter mentality, until I took this summer break and I realized, like, bro, they're kids. They're just having fun. This is fun to them. Yes, we can be serious, but I don't have to communicate so aggressively. These are little girls. What I'm teaching them is that when a man speaks at a high volume, you need to respond. That's what I'm low-key teaching them. Right, but there could also be a negative view to that. Because like, what if when they go home, they're always constantly being yelled at by a man? That was negative. Right, but I can be the positive man and showing them, listen, I can relay a message to you in a normal tone voice with the same power. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, all you're used to is probably that father at home who's like, Nina, get me the control right now. So you're taught to be like, yo... So, yeah, here's another man in your life who's like, start dancing, go harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can come across and be like, let them finish. Music stops. I'm like, all right, that was okay. I can still have a tone. That was okay. I feel like you guys can go better. I've seen you do better. I've seen you be more, you know, just having. Okay, so, all right. So then that's coming from a. From a coach's perspective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just ha- just being more of a communicating more positively mm-hmm. rather than having to resort to yelling. It's also making me challenge myself and like making me realize like it, in every relationship in my life, you don't need to respond so aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's also pretty mixed. It's passive aggressive. I remember you told me that one time. You're like, sometimes you communicate very passive aggressively. And I'm like, huh. Why would I tell you that? This was at the old studio. We were like having a conversation and you had said that. And I was just like, huh. I'm like, I've been told that numerous times. Maybe there's some truth to it. And I'm like, now, you know, 
So, I mean, I, t- taking a look into it is like having an understanding of just like, I don't want to always be painted as the negative person, mm-hmm. but my inner child, because that's what I was taught. That's what I was used to. Choreographers in my face, yelling in my face, like, you need to get it, get it. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I do. I need to get it. <laughs> like, I will, I will. I'm sorry. But now it's mm-hmm. not that, you know? And so now I can be the change and I can be better. And I just, you know... Every day I try. That's all I can say. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely say, pay attention to your, to your body, not so much your thoughts, but like your body will tell you. Um, that, it's cr- that's when you said that it's crazy because I've I've lately I've been noticing around certain people I do certain things. Mm. And when you said that the eye twitching, there's a certain individual that I used to hang out with, and my eye would twitch every time we hung out. And I never, I knew the eye was switching. I never understood why. If it wasn't the eye switching, my lip would switch. Mm. And I never understood why. And I was just like, and now it, it hasn't happened in such a long time. Have you been around that individual? In such a long time. Mm. <laughs> so mm. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. No, honestly, like, and then you got to think about it. Your body has to detox those people. Mm. Your body I just has... saw something about that, about like how you, when you get close with somebody, you literally have to go through a detox because your chemical bonds. Yeah, was like so. You were so reliant on this person. It's like why? That's why breakups are hard. Mm-hmm. French losing friends are hard. Like those things. That's why you end up running back to them. You know, you have to have the will to stay away from from things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, work on yourself. Pretty much, but like acknowledge. I guess. With the inner child, people, if people don't understand the term, then it can, to them, it's almost like childish to go back into the past to rehash those old wounds because to them it's like, oh, but I've gotten over it. No, I've, got, I've gotten past it. Yes, you, I've talked about this before. You've gotten past it because time has passed, but you haven't gotten over it. So the reason why you continue to let these toxic relationships flourish in your life is because you don't know how to have healthy relationships. Once you get into a healthy relationship, you're going to be bored because you're so used to the toxicity behind Oof. being spoken to wildly disrespectful and or maybe even abusive mentally, emotional, physically. Because you be, when you become reliant on that kind of adrenaline in a relationship... That once you get a healthy one, it's like, dang. This shit is boring. This is boring. As somebody who has dated a healthy person, that was my mindset. I was like, I can't be with somebody like this. You want to get a what? You want a relationship? Oh, baby, we're not doing that. No. Out. <laughs> it's over. You ain't you ain't cheating? I don't like that. <laughs> You're not giving me a reason to be upset with you? Shit. <clears throat> Gotta go. Um, but even, and, and it's the same thing with family. Like, Especially within the Latin community, it's always, you know, family this, family that, family this, family that. We suffer a lot of our heartbreaks because of family. And we might not even realize it because they disguise it in a way that is low-key manipulative because it's like, oh, you couldn't join the basketball team because I needed you to have, I needed you to go to work because I need help paying these bills. But you never got to grieve the fact that you really wanted to go to college on a scholarship to play basketball, but you couldn't because... Your parents told you you had to work to help feed the kids they had. Um, and now you have to, especially, man, listen, y'all older children, y'all need to heal y'all inner childs for real, for real. Because <laughs> the guinea, the, the way y'all were used as guinea pigs growing up, 
I can't even fathom. I can't put words together. I'll never, I'm the baby. I'll never understand um, what that was like. And then what that is doing for you now, watching how your siblings are being raised versus how you were raised. Like I, my hat's off to y'all who are doing the work, but still have to witness, fall witness into your parents being softer and more caring and more nurturing. Let me and tell more you something. Present. It does do a number. Mm. As the older child, I had to witness both my brothers be raised completely different. Like one of my brothers like was smoking at an age that I was smoking at and it was just a normal like, oh yeah, el fumando ahora and I'm like not me being kicked out. Oh, shit. Cuz I not that. <laughs> like this one's walking in like but it's all, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 a lot to see. It's it, I, and I again, I can only imagine. But because you're being, you're able, you're doing the work, and you're healing, little Ruben. It's Rubencito. Rubencito. It's only making Ruben the man. That Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my mind works. Rubencito, Ruben. <laughs> Señor Ruben, cómo está? <laughs> it's just making you that much better of a person yeah and uh, we are constantly talking about be better be better sometimes becoming a better version of yourself means that you have to go dig up the past version of yourself to help them heal and that way they are and, like and, like i see this as a visual in my mind and it's a right, really beautiful visual right 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 saying it sounds weird but i like see me going back and being at eye level with little nina and helping put a Band-Aid over her her scraped-up knees to be like, okay, mamas, now we can go. Give me your hand. We can go now. I see that. Um, and I want more of that for our community, for our people. Right. It is okay. I say it all the, We say it all the time. Not me wanting to revert back to old ways. That doesn't mean that you have to sabotage yourself by reverting back to an old habit. Right. No. You can go back pinpoint where these habits stemmed from where they hurt you how they hurt you when they hurt you and then heal from it and then move on like let's not slap a band-aid on it and say okay cool we're good no let's create the new cells within our bodies to help form scabs so that way we actually patch mm. that shit up you got to heal your body, heal your mind, heal your soul, heal your, sp heal your spirit. It's not just one therapy session and done. It, this is going to be a... Process. You are your longest relationship. Mm. This is a relationship you are going to have for the rest of your life, regardless of how many people you think got your back, you think are down for you, how successful your relationship, platonic, ro uh, romantic, whatever you think that looks like, career-wise, financially-wise. At the end of the day, you are your longest relationship. You are your greatest if investment. If you do not want to see yourself heal mm -hmm. and grow mm -hmm. and prosper, then that's just not, it's not going to happen because you can't find that in other people friendships fade relationships end jobs people get fired how do you feel that about bottle of you, alcohol though? is gonna be empty babes you're still gonna feel the same way thank you those substances will die out you're still gonna feel the same way the greatest investment you can from. do i don't know what you're running from is investing in yourself and like but at some point you gotta stop so that you can face it and you can come out on the other side and that's gonna start with your inner child thank you 
But with all those gems that we just dropped, let's close this out and head over to our last section, which is... A reposar. Say my name. Say my name, say my name. Just the other day, I would call, you would say, baby, how's your day? But today, it ain't the same. Now somebody telling me that, um, they're like, wow, you guys have such a great voice together. And I was like, now don't be rude. I was like, where's the hearing aid, sis? <laughs> you need assistance. There's no way. So what's up? What's your affirmation? Um, Yeah, so we are at Reposado, which is the part of the show. We're going to give you any shout-outs, announcements, affirmations, and just make you feel really good after all that we just digested with all that meatiness and caldero talk previously. So, my... First name has... I'm going to be honest. I... I will have one right now. You got it. Here we go. Vibe alone until you are valued. I feel like I've been um, struggling with this the past few weeks, um, feeling the need to always be around people because that's what I'm used to, feeling the need to have the Friday night chill session, Saturday night chill session, sometimes even Sunday night chill session, um, and <laughs> what I, <laughs> sometimes even Wednesday, some, you know, now we're on three months later, um, but I think what I am trying to I'm trying to get a point in my life where I am just focused on what I need to be focused on and let the distractions come when it's time for that, you know, and not prioritize a distraction over prioritizing, you know, time to focus and time to work. So I'm trying to learn to vibe alone until I am valued or until I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm worth being here with you. Which is the same as valued. So I said the same thing twice. <laughs> what about you? Oh, uh, you know, similar to what you had said last week, um, distance yourself so you can better yourself. Um, and I don't think that there needs to be a negative light on that mm. um i feel like why you don't come around no more maybe you should look at what's around i feel like <laughs> no and that's and that's that's real like if you can't take a step back without people being offended they might not be the people you need to be around because there there's a level of elevating that you're doing that they aren't elevation requires separation there we go the hip-hop preacher told us there it is you ever listen to him, Eric Thompson? No. He's a hip-hop preacher. I used to live, listen to his videos while I worked out. He's good. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for subscribing. We will see our subscribers in another two weeks. My name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.